0: And welcome to another episode of the Free Thinkers Podcast, the show that believes in free speech, original thought, and desire for truth. I want to welcome everyone today. Hope everyone had a great week. And I want to get something out right away. We need you to follow us on a couple of different platforms. Any place, any of the major podcasting platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, wherever else. I'm not sure. So we you, we go through Anchor and they distribute it to a lot of different places that way. And so we really encourage you to do that. Uh, follow us on Gab TV. Follow us on Rumble and Brideon. And also at freethinkerspodcast.com. Go ahead and sign up there and we'll send you SMS updates and email updates. Because what we're trying to do is we're we're kind of trying to, to balance it out. We want, to, we want to have consistency, but we want it to be manageable. And so what we're going to try to do is do one video podcast a week, and then the rest of the week do uh, audio versions. And so with that, I know Gab doesn't have uh, podcasting yet, or at least audio podcasting yet. And so we want to make a way where everyone can still follow us along. So again, follow the, the, uh, those platforms and you can find us there. Earlier today, I was talking to Meme Joe, and Meme Joe... Let me just introduce you real quick.
1: How are you today, dude? Oh, good. As you can tell, I'm at my remote location, at one of our favorite lakes here, uh, where we live. And just in front of me, I wish I could show you this. If there's a jet ski stunt team going crazy out here, doing flips and all kind of stuff, I don't know what they're what they're working on, but it's pretty amazing tricks that they're working on out here.
0: That's awesome. Well, I I text you earlier today, and I said, you know, let's we're going to do a podcast. There's, you know, what are some of the topics that to have? And you sent back (laughs) current topics and it just, this just blew my mind. Ukraine, Russia, war and money supply chain, impending food shortages, fuel prices, war on big oil, inflation slash printing money, worker shortages, border and immigration, voter fraud, voter IDs, LGBTQ plus agenda, Cultural Marxism, woke racism, et cetera. Cancel culture, censorship, ministry of truth, Clinton, Russia hoax, pedophiles, Epstein, Maxwell, COVID, Roe vs. Wade, climate change, Green New Deal, Afghanistan, Hunter Biden, laptop from hell. We can add mass shootings on that. This sounds like the Billy Joel song, we didn't start the fire. And I don't know. I mean, you just, I tell you what, you lead where you want to go and we'll just take it down that way because there's, since the last part, I mean, it's just, It's crazy really what's going
1: on. So take us there. Yeah. I I had to, we were talking about doing this today and I had to sit there and I go, wait a minute, I'm, I'm a little bit out of touch, not perfectly out of touch, but sort of out of touch with what's been going on just because I just haven't really paid that close attention to it lately. But you start forgetting all of the crazy stuff that's been happening and So I just had to make a list of all the things because what happens is every week there's some new shiny object to look at. So it's not whatever we were so concerned about last week or last month or last year. Now, all of a sudden, it's we've totally forgotten about it. I mean, we totally forgot that we left people, our American citizens and some of our closest friends and allies there in Afghanistan, that people are falling off of planes, holding on to the tires of the plane and the wings of the plane. Trying to fly, and they were just falling off to their death. We totally forgot about that. We've totally forgotten about so many different things. And look at look at this Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell stuff. I mean, that was all in the news for a little bit. They tried to cover it up. They tried to silence it as much as they could. Uh, wouldn't they broadcast the Kyle Rittenhouse trial every second of it? But they wouldn't let you even see. But just like some courtroom drawings of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, and so she obviously was found guilty of, you know, sourcing all these different girls for all these weird people. But no one ever asked who were the clients. Yeah. But that's just it. You know, she she got her, her slap on her, her punishment. She took the fall for everybody. And she Which, just had her sentence reduced by 10 years last week. Yeah. And they do that in the dark of night when no one's looking. Because well, that's part,
0: of, that's part of the rove. Once the leak happened, there's a lot of things that – went right under the radar when that leak happened.
1: Yeah, but we're constantly there's so many things I've got more questions than I've answers about what's going on in America, what's going on with the world, what's the bigger picture, what's the bigger agenda. And I just honestly I just can't figure it out. I'd love for people to comment on our on our pages, on on our sites there, and just put your two cents worth in because honestly, there's so much coming at us so fast I can't really keep up with it and I can't really sort it all out. But I don't think it's just by happenstance and by chance that all these things are happening. You would have, how could you have this many things that are detrimental to our country and to this world and to the people around this world, and it just be just naivety, I don't know, I never say that word, um, or just foolishness or craziness, I, I, don't, know, I don't know why all these things are happening. I mean, look at the border, border is wide open. And they're trying to get rid of that Title 42. Yeah. The government's trying so hard to make it easier for people to flood the border. And on top of it, then they're giving them cell phones. I heard that some people were, I don't know if it's true or not, but they were saying that they were getting ATM cards with like 800 bucks on them. So 800 bucks a month. So a family of five comes over. Maybe they all get 800 bucks a month. You can survive family five like that that's used to living on next to nothing can survive with that kind of income and they just keep recharging the card and they give them a cell phone that they don't have to pay for so now they have communications and jen Psaki had that press conference i guess what's his name peter Ducey was asking her questions about it she said oh you don't want us to be able to track these people <laughs> why do you need to track them i mean i, I know what uh, what what the answers she meant was but is there another reason why you want to track these people? You want to know where they are all the time? You want to flood the country full of people that, you know, can vote with no voter ID? That's why they don't want the voter ID laws. You have millions and millions of non-ID voters. You know, you don't have to have a Dominion machine to to vote that way.
0: No, it was, it's interesting you talk about voting and tracking, and one of the... I don't remember who he was, but I believe it was from Homeland Security, came out and said, you know, when the, the movie 2,000 Mules, it's being blocked by yeah. Fox News, it's being blocked by pretty much every major organization because I think that there's so much actual proof there. And what they're doing is they're using cell phone tracking information to show where these, pe- these mules went to do the ballot harvesting and where they dumped them. And the funny thing is, he's like, yeah, well... Are the, the tracking isn't isn't that, uh, that accurate. Yet, they're trying to put targeting apps, or they did put apps, AT&T gave that data over, and they looked at millions of people's data as far as churches, as far as just different organizations they went to, to see and to study the algorithm. Like we say, they all look at algorithms, are people complying or not, of did people practice social distancing? Well, what their definition of social distancing is is six feet. So you're telling me that the Department Homeland Security guy or the Depart- the elections guy says that you can't track people doing ballot harvesting because the geo-targeting and geo-tracking isn't that accurate. Yet they're doing the same thing to see if people are social distancing on a six-foot level. So these people say, say it one way outside of one side of their mouth, another way outside of another side of their mouth and no one questions them. Like you you always said, when someone's doing an interview, no one ever asks the follow-up question because the mm-hmm. follow-up question should be which one is right. Either they don't have the ability to see six feet or less, or they do. And if they do, then the scenario that's laid out within the, the 2,000 Meals movie has legs. It's accurate. If not, then why are they spending billions of dollars going into these Cell phone companies and trying to get this data so they they could see. So it's all a it's all kind of you know it's, it's it's the biggest dog and pony show around really. And it's it's it like you said there's 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 so many questions. There's so many. Um, it's just we're living in a time that it's like nothing would surprise us that happens tomorrow. If if something crazy outlandish yeah. happened, nothing would surprise us. But I kind of revisited this morning the the one word that I chose for the year, which mine was action, and I got to thinking a lot because you and I spend a lot of time. Uh, you said you kind of took a little bit of time off this week, but we spend a lot of time, in the most part, getting information and and gaining knowledge about what's going on around the world and with our current state of events and current all, all this other stuff. But I, you know, I really asked myself a deep question: Is what good does that actually do? Having all that knowledge. Because what action can we actually take to put that into into action? And if there's not much we can do about it, or if there's not much we choose to do about it, what's the point of spending all that time learning about it?
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm with you on that. and That's partly why I somewhat tune out, just because I'm powerless to do very much. I mean, we can talk about it like we do. We can talk to our friends about it. We can know trying to encourage people here and there but i would just love to ask people that voted for biden and voted for all this administration 80 how many was it 81 million
0: yeah 80 supposedly 81 million the most votes ever
1: in a presidential election in world history u.s history what are they think, right what are they thinking about the stuff that's going on here today what are they thinking about when it comes to these fuel prices this inflation that's going through the roof all the stuff with the border. I mean, is this, were they for this before? Did they sign up for this? Is this, are they happy about this? You know, do they have cognitive dissonance so much (laughs) that they basically just can't be wrong. So they have to, um, you know, keep the poll
0: numbers indicate, indicate otherwise because there was a poll that was released, I believe from the Trafalgar group the other day and 79% of Americans said the country was heading in the wrong direction. And so I guess there is a lot of cognitive dissonance that a lot of these people feel. And, you know, I, I, I really think that one of the things that, I mean, you see all the sticker, I, I went and got gas the other day and the pump cut off at $125. And you see all the sticker residue when so many people are putting the, I did this stickers and then the, the gas station person has taken them off. And that's just not conservatives putting that up. I mean the the pain at the pump is being felt all over the place and I just read the other day uh, yesterday there's going to be or they're preparing for a massive diesel shortage on the east coast which means that's going to play into all these other things that you're talking about here as far as supply chain food shortages. I mean it's, it, it is all over the board. And I think that that's the thing that this morning when I really set in, and, and, and again, when I say, what good can it do for us to educate or to have the knowledge on it without action? I'm not saying we shouldn't do that. I'm just saying like I spend a, a lot of time just catching up. I mean, I listen to, you know, various other podcasts, read a lot of articles and, and that kind of thing. And I really, I've got kind of convicted this week that I need to, I need to invest my time, Or the majority of my time into things that help and build me, my family, uh, my community and areas around me, rather than just learn about the negative, because everything on the news right now is negative. I mean, so much is negative. And I mean, there's probably two or three hours a day I can count that I listen to or absorb certain information like that. That's not exclusively. I'm working during that time and, and other things, but to me, it's filling your mind with things that are good and, 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 and gaining that knowledge to understand what to do if these scenarios play out. To me, I think what we can obviously do is like this bill that happened the other day, this $40 billion bill that was passed by a lot of Republicans in the House. In fact, our local congressman voted yes for that bill. All we can do is send him a letter and say, as the constituent that you represent, I am vehemently opposed to you voting yes for this. I do not want any money being laundered to Ukraine. Now we're up to $60 billion that are being laundered to Ukraine. Our politicians are going over there into a, quote, war zone without bulletproof vests. U2 shows up to do an impromptu concert. Were they doing that in Afghanistan? Were they doing that in Iraq? I mean, it was a, the Fallujah. They were just going over there having fun and hanging out and doing whatever. They weren't. So I agree about educating yourself and being knowledgeable about the situations. But I also agree that you can't focus on that because just the, the frequency and the, the negativity will bring you down. And just, if you fill your mind with that all along and, and I and I want to cover this on our Wednesday but this is just an art this is this is actually from a book called feed the positive dog I just want to read this because I think it's so important as we go into this work week to understand how we frame our our mindset and how we p- position ourselves cuz obviously knowing what's going on in the world you if you if you bury your head in the sand you're going to be surprised in a in, in a in a very very bad way when things happen but again, if there's food shortages, what can you do? Stock up now or, or do what you can in, in the wake of this kind of thing coming. For me, I have a diesel. So what do I have? I have gallons of, of gas and containers in the garage or diesel in the garage just in case it happens. Knowledge without putting it into action is just, it, it's empty. But again, feeding yourself with positivity, I mean, there was there a kind of a, a parable here. It says the man goes into a village And he talks to the wise woman about what's troubling him. He says, I feel like there are two dogs inside me. One dog is positive, loving, kind, and enthusiastic. The other is mean-spirited, jealous, and a negative dog. They fight all the time. I don't know who is going to win. The woman thinks for a moment and says, I know who's going to win. The one you feed the most. So feed the positive dog. And so I think that as we go into our week, do 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 an audit of... Of how much time we're spending looking at positive positive things, or feeding our mind with positive things, reading reading scripture, reading you know, getting ourselves in, into in, into something that uplifts us instead of just tears us down. Because the things we hear, we know we, we disagree with it. We're we're I mean that list that I read that you sent earlier. We're, our world is 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 chaos. It's in it's in chaos right now, and it's diving deeper every single day. We know that. But what can we do to strengthen ourselves and to lift ourselves up and to not just slide down with it? We've got to we've got to kind of counter that. And so I think that what we can try to do is to is is to make time for ourselves to allocate. Like I said, I take about three hours a day or so listening to certain things. The majority of that I want to commit to listening to something that's positive, that's encouraging, that's educational, that lifts me up, builds me up as a person. And then the rest, the eight, the, the other 20% of that 80%, if I want to fill it with, with something else, I can, that's, that's my prerogative. That's my choice. But I think that it's important to do that in, in your life. And I think it's important to understand that mindset and where we're going from there. What do you,
1: what do you think about that? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, if you can fill yourself with, you know, it's kind of like the knowledge that's in the Bible and God's word, you're going to be able to learn how to relate to people better because we're going to be bombarded with everything that society is putting on people and the media is putting on people and the culture is putting on people. I can't tell you how many people that I interact with that are kind of get caught up in all of this um, cultural Marxism, postmodernism, uh, social justice whatever you want to call it wokeism. and they they've been taught there's there's a whole theory behind that all that critical theory and they they're being taught and brainwashed to look at everybody and everything as oppressed versus oppressor and lump people together in big group categories like all white people are this way or all hispanic people are this way it just it doesn't make any sense you know and so when you get hit with that type of stuff and you're not kind of armed. You haven't kind of armed yourself with the biblical truths, and and just kind of that that spirit, uh, the fruit of the spirit, on how to relate to people. You might react wrong. You might treat them a certain way or talk to them a certain way. But if your heart is right and you understand that they're being indoctrinated by wrong thinking in the culture, you're able to love them through that. And you're able to talk to them reasonably and not, you know, be triggered by that. And so it's it's very helpful to like you said, feed the dog, feed the positive dog, get your mind right on things and uh, be able to interact with your fellow man better. And also too, like um, if you are dealing with this younger generation, helping them be able to think critically about things, you know, they just regurgitate what they hear and they don't really, those aren't really their thoughts. Those are just thoughts that people have told them to say. Uh, And so we can help younger people coming up in the world to be able to think more critically, ask questions, challenge the narrative, challenge authority to some degree, and just, um, you know, that'll help them out with their business skills, with their life skills. Some of the stuff like you were just saying about where where if you don't see everything, take everything at face value, and you see supply supply chain shortages, and you see inflation for what it is, and you study what goes on in other countries after they've had inflation and hyperinflation, and what people go through in these crashed economies and these governments that can't even support themselves, let alone their citizens, it helps you to understand how to prepare and how to manage better. So every time you go to the grocery store, don't buy one can of soup, buy two cans of soup. Eat one, store one. You know, always a time because if you try to prepare all at once, you won't be able to afford it. You just have to do it over, over the months, and years leading up to a crash, and then you're prepared. Think about what happens if the electrical grid goes down. Do you have any way to power your cell phones? Maybe maybe the cell phones don't even work at all. Do you have any way to communicate with each other, uh, with your with your loved ones if you get any distance apart from each other? Um, you know, can you power a fan? Can you power anything? Um, you know, do you have a small solar backup battery pack or something like something like that? All these type of things that you can think about now. But if you just either stick your head in the, in the sand and you don't look at it and you say, oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think about that or you can't think critically, then you you and your family and the people that are around you are gonna be worse off.
0: Yeah, I remember sitting we were having lunch a couple weeks ago and we were talking about that I mean as far as what you know we're both doing for emergency power just in case you know something happens I mean as, as a matter of fact, One of my neighbors I was talking to the other day, and there's these, he he works for energy companies, and there's these brushes that you have to put in these big drums. And, you know, when they spin, that's what creates electricity. With the supply chain and a lot of the places that are shut down overseas, those aren't available to, they're actually using them much longer because the availability of those things are not where they, where they need to be. Now, this is directly in our area. And from what I understand, from what he said, they are freaking out right now, already talking about rolling blackouts here. Um, it's nothing that you hear on the news or anything like that. They're actually flying charter jets over there to try to get some of these parts. That's how serious this situation is. And that's how close we are to every day just being in a situation where we we none of us may have power tomorrow. I mean, literally, none of us may have power. And so, and what they're doing with solar, like I told you last time, that's not anything that they're doing that we're gain. I mean, not, nothing here is going to be solar. They're only using that to balance certain lines and for tax credits. So it's it's a big facade. It's a lot of money from this green deal, and it's it's something that to me, I think you need to educate yourself enough to to be able to take action, to be able to, to know what's going on. I mean, as far as this this shooting that happened yesterday, I mean, how many other shootings that happened when the suspect wasn't the ethnicity that the, that the mainstream media wanted it to be just brushes right past it? I mean, I was looking at a couple of things this morning, and this is just a—it's it, it's so obviously a— a a person I'm not I don't even get it to be honest with you but anyway do your own research on on, on things like this don't believe everything they say don't believe j- j- the bait they put out there the laser pointer that goes on because here's the thing too that I always say okay so what if what if from from our side there wasn't one elected Democrat in any government position would our lives be better well hopefully they would be better but would our lives be fulfilled no. Because that's not what we're going after as people with a mission or purpose and desire in our lives. Our answer is not in a political solution. Our our, our answer is not a political answer, and we don't look after after men to do these things because we've seen Republicans are just as corrupt (laughs) as Democrats. They're we're all fallible. But I think some of the things we need to do, like you said, is to help, help your common man, help, help your, help your neighbor, you know, give, uh, share valuable information, help other people prepare. I mean, there was a thing on Gab the other day. I saw this old lady, it was actually, um, um, a a lady that was just got out of the hospital, very limited income with the rising prices going like they're going. She couldn't afford to mow her yard anymore and her neighbors were kind of giving her grief and these two. Um, these two guys that have a lawn service, they're starting a mower yard every week. And it's things like that, little things that we think that, you know, we have to make these big, massive changes to have significance or a value or an impact on somebody, which is isn't the case. It's, it's just it's the little things that make the big difference in somebody else's lives. And so I think if we all collectively did, you know, a few little things a week, I mean, look, look at the difference we can make. So, I mean, gosh, we've we've got crazy stuff going on. And like we, we, you know, we said with our mission statement earlier on, I mean, we want to, we want people to, to, to come from this, you know, podcast, feeling better, feeling more encouraged, feeling, you know, more hope than they did when they started watching it. And I think a lot of times if we just focus on, you know, the negativity that's there instead of this is the action you can take. And, you know, I mean, we ultimately, we're not going to be in a position where, You know, we're going to be caught off guard. So, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of where I was coming from a little bit this morning, just, you know, sitting outside drinking coffee, thinking about some things. And I thought, you know, I just, I, I need to make a, a better effort choosing my one word of action to put, to put action of, you know, to, to have things that help me in business more things that, you know, lift me up more things that encourage me to be a better person. Um, that kind of thing. And, and again, I'm not saying bury your head or anything like that, but I mean, just kind of figure out how much you are truly absorbing on a daily basis. And does that feed the negative dog or does that feed the positive dog? So, I, I mean, that's kind of, that's my hope for this week is that everybody will kind of take that audit as far as who, what, what are they feeding the positive dog or the negative dog?
1: And, and you know, and you feed them, you feed these dogs, one bite at a time, really. And so a lot of times what we do is we stare at the future and all the things that we have to accomplish and want to accomplish, what all of our goals are and where we think life is heading. It becomes a bit overwhelming. You know, it's kind of like staring at Mount Everest and you're already worn out. You're at at base camp and you're already worn out and you're looking at, gosh, I got to climb that thing and I got to get to the top and I got to get back down. When in all reality, all you really need to do is just take the next step put the left foot in front of the right foot and the right foot in front of the left foot. And if we'll just break it down into little bite-sized pieces like that, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed the next minute, actually. So quit focusing on trying to solve all the world's problems in one bite and just do what you can do right now. Focus on whatever's in right in front of you or the people that are right in front of you. Because a lot of times what we do is we get so caught up in all of this crazy stuff, whether it's in the media or what's going on in the world, and then there's somebody that's right there in front of you that needs your presence, needs your attention, maybe they're hurting, maybe you're, you're, you're so focused on other stuff around the world that you're not even focused on what's going on in that person's life. So try to touch that person's life and try to impact them right then and serve them and not don't make it about yourself. And so I think we can do those type of things and those are positive action steps that we can do on a daily basis. Just be more present, be more aware of other people's needs and who's in front of you at the time, and then just accomplish whatever tasks, bite bit by bit, bite by bite, uh, like you'd feed the, feed the positive dog. And then just be conscious about when you know you're getting too much toxic stuff in your diet, in your mental diet, from the news media and from other outside sources or, or if you're around negative people and they're, they're putting it on you too. So mm-hmm. just, you know, protect your, protect your mind, protect your heart, and then just be more present and don't try to eat the whole elephant one bite.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. And I, and, and I see, I see that in myself too. I see getting, when you, when you go down that wormhole, you, you see yourself being more negative. You see yourself as far as what you post, is more negative, you see kind of how you act and how you view other people and 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 all that is a little bit, you know, more negative. And that's that's not the goal for my life, that's not the plan for my life. And that and and again, it's not that negative elements and, and actions are happening, they're all over the place. That list is not wrong that you sent. I mean, that's hundred percent. I mean, all those things we're dealing with, you know, and it's not Pollyanna positive we're trying to do, it's just to be prepared to understand what's going on. I mean, when you <clears throat> when you're in a football team and you're playing a highly skilled team, well, you need to study that. You need to study your enemy. You need to understand what they're going to do. You need to kind of know their tactics. Like we always say, a tactic known is a tactic blown. And 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 to really understand that. So I'm not saying not to do that, but you know, we we just there's so much good we can still do in the midst of all kind of chaos. I mean, there's there's, there's so many people that need help now more than any. And those of us that are in positions to do that, I think that's a great thing that we can, we can try to do. So um, like I said, I think, I think on Wednesday, we're going to try to do a video podcast of this. And I kind of want to cover that in a, in a more detailed step-by-step oriented plan. Cause you know, I was <clears throat> doing a little treadmill run earlier today and you know, it's like, what do people, I was thinking, I was asking myself, what do people really need right now? you know, and I, and I think to me, it's a positive mindset. I think it's a positive attitude. And I think it's, it's just, it's the ability to, to understand the filter of how they, how they take things in. Cause I mean, you can take stuff in that's really bad and negative news. And like we always talked about with, the you know, the man searcher meeting, you know, if you're in a community of love and people that surround you with love and that, that, um, you know, that you can communicate and be yourself in that. That's good. That's exactly what you need to do Two, If you wake up with a mission or purpose every day, something that you feel that you were born to do. And three is a redemptive perspective. If something bad happens, what good can come out of this? And I think that we need to really put into action that redemptive perspective. And, 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 and as far as man, there's so many crazy things going on in the world, but what good can come out of this or what can we do that can turn it around for good? And so, um, yeah, I think it's just it's it's we have a choice in everything we do. We, we Within the within the con, within the parameters and confines of of the freedom that we're given, we can use that freedom to do good or to to do bad. And again, we can take some of that negative news and just take it through that filter, educate ourselves, know what we need to do to prepare for that or what we need to do to communicate, because I do think we need to take action if our elected officials are not representing us in the way that we would like them to. We need to let our voice be heard. And I was driving home from Cluiston last week past uh, the Polk County School Board, and it was just full of people over there because they were having another meeting about what books they should allow in public schools with all these pornographic and CRT and all all these other books. Packed to the gills. That's what we need to do. We just don't need to do it when it's the flavor of the month or the thing here. We need to have a voice in everything we we, we do or, or our voice needs to be heard because so many times they just go up to Washington, do their own self-interest and never hear from us. But there's a I think there's an app called Public Square that I encourage everyone to download. It's free and businesses that support um, like-minded causes. G- put their businesses on there. But what they also have is they have a little button where you can go and see all your local representatives. You can see everything down to your school board people. Uh, I, get, what are you, I don't know what you call them. Elect people on the school board. And it has their phone numbers. It has their email addresses. It has every single way that you can contact and connect with people that represent you. And so if you're not doing that, don't complain. Only complain if you have a voice. And that's what, that's, I mean, make your voice be heard because I think it's so important now more than ever to do that. And social media is not the place to do it. Go there, do what, what you think, but don't ever think your elected representative is going to see your tweet or your gab or your anything like that. Maybe they will, maybe you have a big enough platform, but don't let that be the place that you go to that you say, well, I will let my voice be heard. No, go through their official offices. Cause if you, if you email, an elected official, they have to read that, they have to archive that. Everything is is documented in that exchange and that communication. So, again, that's a great app. There's a lot of other resources to do that. We're going to put together, um, hopefully, a list of links where you can go and see who represents you on your le- on your level, from local to 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 county to state to to federal. And so, um, please make your voice be heard on that. And I can't encourage you to do that
1: enough yeah and kind of what you said about you know knowing the people that are on the board is one thing but joining boards and getting on boards and running for elected office that's an action step as well because ultimately i think part of our role in studying some of the current events and things that are paying attention and being knowledgeable about that is because i always go back to this we're shepherds and we have sheep to take care of, we have a flock to take care of, whether that's your family, whether it's people at your church, uh, your employees, whatever it is, you know, if you're the shepherd, if you're the leader, you've got a flock of sheep that you need to kind of protect and take care of. Well, how are you gonna protect them and take care of them if you don't know how to, if you don't see dangers on the horizon and you don't know who the threats are and who the predators are that are trying to attack your family, your church, uh, that type of stuff. And you won't, if you don't, like you said, study the enemy, you don't understand what's going on with them, you're not gonna know how to protect the people that you love and the ones that you love. And so that's what's so important to you know, be knowledgeable and be wise and be able to critically think about things, is uh, for, for those purposes as well. So get on the boards, run for elected office if, if you're a good person, and, and then you can affect some change sometimes publicly, locally, whatever. But it matters. It matters because if you sit back and don't do not do it, someone else will. And then you'll be sitting there complaining, well, why are things going in this direction? It's because they put themselves in a position of power and now they're making the rules for you and your family. Yeah,
0: there was a it was a quote I heard. It was a singer. I can't remember what her name was. But anyway, she said, when, when bad things all over the world happen, everyone always says, where is God in that? And she said, the question I ask, are, where are God's people? Because God's called us to rise to that level to help when he sees people in need to go and, and, and do that and make that happen. And you're you're exactly right it was as far as to if that's if that's a calling you feel or if that's something that you just feel that, you know, you need to do is to run for public office or run for a board or, or just do something in the community that's that's actionable. Do that. I've, I've served on a couple boards. Um I've been involved in a lot of different community outreaches and a lot of things all over the world. And it's been something that's incredibly fulfilling. And (laughs) there's been a couple of times that I've, you know, was meeting with different leaders of different countries and, you know, just bring a perspective that, you know, again, we're so eager to make laws. We don't think about the human beings that the laws affect. And so there's, there's just a lot we can do, but I think it all comes down to balance. I really think that, you know, I think everything we've talked about is just to, to bring a balanced approach and a balanced perspective. Because, again, don't bury your head. Don't ignore what's going on. I know a lot of times I want to do that. I want to just ignore everything and, you know, go, go to Georgia and just where it's a small town and, you, you know, you just get away from it sometimes. But I think we, we definitely need to, to be educated enough and knowledgeable enough that we know what's going on, what's coming and we can prepare and help other people prepare for that. So that's kind of where, where I'm coming from. And, and, uh, hopefully that rings true with somebody out there that, that needed to hear that. Cause I know, well, maybe if it's just me, <laughs> then that's just me. But anyway, um, I think that may wrap it up today. You have anything else meme, Joe?
1: I nah, just, I would, I'm really curious as to, you know, if other people think like we think, if, uh, if they have the same type of questions that we've got about, well, where's all this going you know what is this intentional is this just you know ignorance and and just lack of leadership lack of knowledge of why things are happening in our country and are the are our listeners are they living in an echo chamber do they only surround themselves with people that think and act and do like like they do um or do you have a diverse set of uh different ideas around you so that you can kind of hear and understand what other people's points of view are? Do you even ask them questions? Do you listen and and try to understand their their position on things and why they think like they think? And, you know, are you asking anybody that that may have been one of these 81 million votes, what do you think? What do you think about all this that's going on right now? I mean, it is crazy to me how that many people potentially, if it really was that many people, could want this and could be happy with this because they somewhat knew there wasn't, there was they didn't really hide what their agenda was. It wasn't a, like some big shocker that they didn't like the oil industry and that they like wars and that they wanted an open border and they wanted free everything and that they were call everything racist. None of that was a secret. All of this was, was known before the election and now we're seeing the fruits of all of this. You know, are, are the people that you interact with devoted for this? Are they satisfied with this? Do they like this? Uh, you know, I kind of like asking those type of questions to people. And uh, but most of the time I get somewhat of a knee jerk pushback. Well, it's better than Trump. Anything's better than Trump. Well, we're not talking about Trump anymore. I think a lot well, of people would disagree may. with that, too, even now. Yeah. I mean, we, we may be talking about Trump soon, but I hope not
0: anyway yeah well i think like i said just kind of balance the approach out and what you do listen to this week i'd encourage everyone to watch the documentary 2000 mules i have not watched it yet that's something that i intend to watch this week and once we do um we'll have to get on here and talk about it but again i think um i think it just just try to take a balanced approach this week see see if that helps see you know I would love to hear the feedback as if you're going to take that step and follow back up on your um, on your one word because I I know that a lot of times, like you said, the the you know right at the first of the year we're all gung ho on that stuff and then it just kind of slides back down and I know mine has even the one word so trying to 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 bring that back up to the surface and do things and take action and just kind of prioritize my pry prior, that's a hard word to say prioritize my day my time and what I'm, what I'm really letting go through the filter of my mind and feed the positive dog more than, more than the, uh, the negative dog. So again, I encourage you to follow us on, uh, on all the Google podcast plat, not the Google, but well that too, Google, Apple podcasts, Spotify, all the major podcast platforms. And cause we're going to try to just do some audio versions of this, this week. It'd be easy for us, easier for us to go and, and make that happen. And, um, and so we look forward to connecting with you a little bit more often, and that would probably be the way to do it. Because video, there's a there's there's a little bit of a learning uh, curve as far as to get everything online and just a lot of time
1: it takes to do that. So anyway, um, anything else, Beam Joe? That's it. Just love to hear some feedback from folks and see what they're thinking about all this stuff. Absolutely. And Absolutely. how they're taking action steps to, to stay positive. I, I, we almost need that. Barack Obama slogan again: "Hope and change." <laughs> we we use a word, "hope and change." Yeah. So wh- whoever the marketing person was for that campaign deserves a, a medal because that was probably the.
0: Yeah. Speaking of the marketing That's- person, just on a funny joke or funny note, is I read an article that it took a Democratic strategist, strategist, as George Bush says strategist. Um, they spent six months coming up with what they thought would be a really, really bad thing to call Trump. And they called him the ultra MAGA and man, did that backfire. I think the whole right is taking that and deeming Trump ultra MAGA King. And it's just, it's hilarious. Cause they just, they're so out of touch with a common person. And so what they took six months and I can't even imagine the amount of money they spent on this, this, this deal. So Biden, uh, spits that out the other day, calls him Ultra MAGA and everybody's like, that's awesome. Let's let's run with that. And so thanks to well, thanks hope,
1: to that research. I hope, Trump, I hope if Trump does run again, his uh, running mate is Corn Pop. That would be yeah. even better. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Probably <laughs> the same like manager that, that uh, Jeb Bush's campaign. You remember Jeb? It was like it was just it wasn't just Jeb. It was Jeb with an exclamation point. Like oh, yeah. Jeb <laughs> like, like that
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like what a campaign. 170 something million dollars. And I don't think they got one even no. electoral vote in the primary.
1: It's like my wife going, uh, it's not just vegetables. It's broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> exclamation point on the end of broccoli does not make me want to eat it.
0: No, no. <laughs> exclamation point center right there for sure. Well sure. well sounds good. We're gonna we're gonna cut off right now. Um, but anyway, thank you for joining us for this. And again, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can uh, leave feedback. You can email me directly at Rusty at FreethinkersPodcast.com. You can email Joe at MemeJoe at FreethinkersPodcast.com. And again, we're on Gab at PuttFark, P-U-T-T-F-A-R-K.com and at uh, Not.com. It's a tough day today, man. It's Sunday and we're just not caught back up. But anyway, at meme Joe and uh, at MemeJoeGreen.com i keep saying.com it's the dumbest thing at name joe green and at puntfark so you can find us there if you've made it this long (laughs) god bless you (laughs) god bless you so anyway until next time we will talk to you soon